fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. fuck. That's funny. Welcome. Hi, guys. Everybody. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. I love that. You know what um, feedback I got the other day? Oh. From a, a Norn... A, a Norn source. <laughs> um, a Norn source. Um, they said we talk over each other a lot. <gasps> I was like... I get excited about We do get excited. Like we both purposely. have ADHD, so we just want to get the thought out as soon as we can. Before we fucking forget it. Yes. Also, I smoke a lot of weed, so, you know. And you know, my my little circuits are a little, little messed up sometimes. So, okay. Thank you, um, unknown source, yeah. for... For your feedback, um, I just off. unknown okay. source because I genuinely don't remember who told me that, but oh. I remembered to tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we work on. Cool. That. Thank you. I Hi guys. Appreciate the feedback. Welcome back to our grassy knoll. We have breaking news. Breaking news. Unfortunately, um, that's not necessarily breaking news anymore. Um, As of a couple hours ago. Oh yeah, because it's gonna be on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. But the, at, at the moment, it's the Ocean Gate news. submersible. Most likely imploded. Most likely imploded. If you don't know what we're talking about, you have not been online for the past five days. Yeah, like, come on. Um, It's fucked up. Like, That's truly. Really fucked up. And then I went down kind of a rabbit hole of ocean-related catastrophes. Okay. And there was an oil rig, and there was another type of submersible, like, that was working on it mm-hmm. in... I want to say, like, Norway or, like, Sweden, like, somewhere okay. off the coast. Um, but basically, they were working on the rig, and they came inside to, like, depressurize. And the guy was closing the, like, hatch from the outside when the guy opened the <gasps> other one and eviscerated. Oh, All, Everybody on the, sh- on, the sh- on the submersible, I should say. Uh, four people, I think. Yeah. Two of them were Shut sleeping. Up. They were, like, oh, done with their shift. Fuck. And then the other two coming inside from their shift just fucking... <laughs> done it's a they say it happens within like milliseconds yeah so at least it's like relatively relatively painless yeah mm-hmm. i think you probably don't really realize what's happening, you don't know what's happening yeah. even like as it's happening like, unfolding because yeah. it's probably one of those like you know car crash type scenes where yeah. it's like a literal blink of an eye yeah. and like shit hits the fan that was called the blueford dolphin incident i want to say Ooh. let me see Ooh. I I, I, anything that says incident is you already know it's going to be a bad time. Dolphin. That's really scary, though. I Byford Dolphin oh. was a semi-submersible column-stabilized drilling rig operated by Dolphin Drilling. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Ugh, that just and I guess the there's actual pictures of, like, the bodies. No. And everybody on TikTok was like, don't look. So I was like, you know what? I was on my lunch, and I was like, I'm going to take, I'm going to heed the that morning? suggestion. Oh, yeah. okay. And you didn't look? Oh, I didn't look. Typing out later. <laughs> for when I get home. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's that's fucked up. Fuck yeah. up. I mean, I hope if anything we learn from this, don't go fucking around in the ocean anymore. Yeah. Unless you have like the proper training and certifications and skills. I was gonna say it took seventy three years to find the Titanic. What makes you think we're gonna find your submersible that's like bite size in comparison to like the shipwreckage? <laughs> Literally bite size. Bite size. It's like a little sperm. That's yeah, and they were like. like, yeah, we don't even know if it hit if it actually got to the wreckage and like it hit or something and that's what caused it to like they said like 2,000 feet down or meters I'm not sure that's not as far down as the wreckage no no so they weren't even remote no but that's what I'm saying it was like because of the depressurization yeah yeah so So. that's a that's a big grave down there you guys maybe we should kind of leave it alone yeah you know 
1400 lives lost like let's uh let's like give them their space but like pretty iconic that you know hundreds of years later she was like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna grab these guys really quick well it's crazy because um apparently ocean gate has already like done uh excursion Mm -hmm. they've been doing them since like 2021 Mm -hmm. i think 2020 so it's like what so it's interesting that it kind of garnered such fame is it just because that they lost like um signal with them that mm-hmm. it became like more i think so yeah I, but i mean i don't know if all the other ones because the thing with this one is it wasn't attached to the ship that deployed it what like the like most i think i guess most submarines or submersibles they have like a guide chain that attaches them to the ship that they like you know were launched off of right and this one didn't so it was just pretty much flying blind in the, in the with ocean. a logitech with controller. a logitech controller and some cool joysticks attached to it <sighs> Someone but hey, I had a bathroom. The like SpongeBob interface, like controller that you I could buy. Me controlling the submersible with this shit. <laughs> it's like it's one of those things. I feel like it's a fine example. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yep. So yep. you know. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Just, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. So yeah, maybe leave that to like the actual like you know real life submarines yeah and not your bob's burgers submarine that you <laughs> did you see the bob's burgers movie mm-hmm. it was hilarious i don't but watch that's, bob's that's, burgers. that's like the whole plot basically really? is like they are gonna steal a submarine from like the fun world like the amusement park oh, and Jesus they're gonna Christ. launch it into the i was ocean. gonna say I, and I they were never... like does it work and the, ki- the kids are like well does it work and they were like oh we have no idea we're just gonna get inside of it yeah, no thanks. <laughs> i wouldn't even go on disneyland's like nemo adventure or i whatever. did precisely once and I Never almost, again. almost died. It was horrifying. Really? I was, I'm really afraid of the water. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, but everybody like, you know, we're standing on the little launch bay and it's got the little hatch. And I was like, okay, cool. So you go down it. And I felt comforted because the little hatch says, you know, in case of emergency, mm-hmm. open the hatch. So right. I was like, cool, this thing must not go entirely underwater. No, no it does. It does. It does. So I was like, then what's the point of that? Yeah. I'm going to open this. And then all these kids are going to have to like drown. float out yeah. of this shit or like drown. I'm like that, that's fucked up. And it was stinky. <sighs> Yeah, it smelled like it smelled like stale diaper. <laughs> it's never a scent I want to hear like, again. And I'm like, they should just like get rid of that whole thing and put something else there. Re- like, remember from Harry Potter, Bert's bots, bots beans, Bertie bots beans. Yes, yes. Um, we should make a candle version, beans? but like stale diaper, like bad scent, <laughs> like a gag gift. <laughs> just a fun gag gift right? in general like get like a really nice candle but then mm. put like some fake label on mm-hmm. it that says like you know stale diaper yeah that'd be like a fun gag i would get it i should do that for the i would spend at least Saturday. 15 dollars on it yeah yeah it was like that candle inside yesterday the, what was it oh god the patriarchy one? eat sleep smash, smash the, the patriarchy. patriarchy repeat like i mean that's pretty that one's pretty cool the other one was cringy though what did the other one say? which one was it oh um something about princess like Oh, this princess doesn't need saving. Yeah, I think it was that one. I'm like 90% sure yeah, that's what I it was. It <laughs> I took Nini to Home Goods slash TJ Maxx. It was for the incredible. First time. Oh my gosh. Why didn't you guys tell me about this place? Y'all know I love a knickknack. I almost freaked out. Well, I a did good freak candle out. aisle. A good candle aisle, a good snack aisle. And I was just floored by that little like microwave lid that was shaped like a pig's mouth. Mm, yeah. I was like, this adorable. Is... So, yeah, we've decided we're going to shop there and World Market exclusively when we get our own place. And we also got a new fan for the pod loft that I just changed. So, it would just yeah. be on us. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. And we also got coasters. We got coasters. Lot. We got mushroom coasters. They're if so cute. If you're on the gram, though, you they're porcelain. Already. They're adorable. We're Mario and Luigi right now. Yes, red and green, red, red and, and green. green. 
You have to guess what colors we are, though. Who's, uh-huh. who's red and who's green? Who gives off the vibe? Go ahead and leave a comment down below. Leave a co- comment <laughs> and comment or post in the comments what you think. Which one do you think we have? But for uh, real, though, yeah, you guys yeah. should engage with our our like stuff platforms and stuff. Yeah, that would, that would be, be really helpful. That'd be really cool. Um, we are planning some spooky day trips yes. soon that you will probably be seeing on TikTok. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. If you follow us. If you follow us on TikTok, because, I mean, you, you should be pre-following. Bitch, you don't even follow the TikTok. I don't. No. I'm telling you, I don't know how to use TikTok. I said, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make my TikTok. I'm going to post, like, you know, like, fashion and, like, accessibility stuff. Mm. And I still haven't, because I don't yeah. know how to use it still. Yeah, so, I honestly, I'm, old. I'm not very good at TikTok either. I'm I just, like, scrolling. And when yeah. I say scrolling, I mean doom scrolling. Doom because scrolling, yeah. That, Who is this man? For, like, Why is he shaving his beard for his sister's wedding? Oh, he's kind of sexy, though. Yeah. Oh. A little oh. too much chest hair for me, though. Okay. Yeah, a little too much. Anyway. All right. <laughs> we'll get into this after these brief Brief messages. messages. Beep. Oh, I forgot. That what? reminds me of, of circuits. I had to repost this uh, thing with a raccoon on it on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if anybody follows Pulp Brother, but you, you should. I only see them because I you them. Yeah, I, I love his stuff. This one's, I have no idea what's going on with this raccoon. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> I'm like yeah that's me. me that's me dog that's me dog all righty all right guys so today getting into it oh we just missed five 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 earlier i saw it and i was like bruh earlier i saw one two three four really yeah, yeah. yeah. i was like okay Bailey saw that yesterday that's, that's good that's good booga that's booga. good vibes that's good booga booga. guess who's going uh, first today it's me hi i'm the problem it's me no but it's actually you the man anyway <laughs> Like Taylor was wrong for that one. Yeah, I'm like, no, you're not gonna admit fault. No. Who do you think? Who do you think I am? Who do you think I am? Okay, I'll gaslight your ass till the day I die. Till the day I die, and I stand by that. <laughs> I stand by that. I have beef with Taylor. That's why <laughs> I have beef with Taylor. Swift. <laughs> don't don't say that out loud. She'll oh, fucking no. oh true. Oh us. shit. No, She'll wait. Crash this fucking podcast. We to just the we just started going off the ground though. Okay. So good afternoon. Good afternoon, boils and ghouls. Welcome to Spooky Yuki Time with Moi. Oh, what are we drinking tonight? Oh, what are we drinking tonight? First of all, you guys, we did a spicy marg, and it's fucking delicious. We got spicy mango lemonade from Trader Joe's. Ten out of ten, it's actually spicy. Sponsor us, Trader Joe's. Um, and then I also topped it with some lime and yuzu, like sparkling water. Yeah, delicious, delicious. But I mean, as you all know, Bailey's Blanco. Bailey's a fabulous bartender, so you know, I I expect nothing less. I'm a brorista. I'm a brorista. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like a bro. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. That's cool. Um, so today's story took me a minute to land on. Um, but Bailey helped me choose yesterday. Yay! Um, and I didn't want to give anything away. Okay. So I'm very excited to bring you a case of exorcism today. Yay! I love exorcism. Cue the tubular bells from yes. the exorcist. And grab your holy water, because we're in for one Slay. hell. I've got my hydro flask. Does that count? A hydro flask full of holy water. <laughs> Wait, write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Okay. Anyways, sorry. Okay. You guys were so annoying. Sorry. <sighs> but hey, there's a hundred of you here at least, so yeah, you must be sticking around for something. For something. Okay. So let's get in our time machine and okay. let's go back to a year that I wish I could have been alive for. 1976. 1976. Okay. Yes. The year, were both uh, born. The year of music like Silly Love Songs by Wings. Uh, and my fave, Don't Go Breaking My Heart by <laughs> my boy, Sir Elton John and Kiki D. 
But we're actually not going to America for this story. Oh. We're headed overseas to the country of Bavaria. Bavaria? Bavaria, yes. Where does... I'm bad at geography. Where is that? It's like Germany adjacent. Okay. Yes. Um, mountainy, you know. Gotcha. Um, kind of like Alps country and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Specifically, we will be entering the two-story home in the town of Klingenberg, which was home to a young woman named Anna Elizabeth Michelle. Okay. Known to some as Annalise. I was going to say, because Anna Elizabeth Michelle, all first names, like, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Born in 1952 to a devout Catholic family, Annalise grew up attending mass twice weekly with her parents and three sisters. As a child, she was often sick. Um, she caught measles, mumps, and scarlet fever. Jesus Christ. By the time she a was griefer. five. By the time she was five. Oh my God. Poor that fucking poor thing. child. Poor fucking thing. <laughs> so sickly. But as she got older, her health problems started to lessen. And she actually became a highly dedicated student. She even learned Latin. Oh, cool. Yeah. And she learned how to play the accordion and piano. I know pig Latin. You know pig Latin? Yeah. Um, Wait, how would you say Nini? Nini. 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 Nini, Nini, Miney, Mo. Catch a bitch by her toe. By her toe. Yeah. That's Meg the Stallion for you. Thank you. In pig Latin. Only on on a grassy knoll. Oh my god. Okay. So Annalise. So growing up, the Michelle family was well off and well respected in their community. I believe the parents owned like a sawmill, so they had like you know they were like really hardworking and stuff. Um, and her father, Joseph Michelle, was uh strict and fairly protective. Okay. I mean, you know, you have three girls in like you know yeah. small town, blah, blah blah. I kind of get it. You're really religious, whatever. It's the seventies. Seventies. Um, so the girls weren't actually, uh, they actually weren't allowed to take part in ballroom dance classes, which I guess were very popular in town at this time. Dancing time. with the Stars, Bavaria. Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> Alpine edition. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because there'd be boys, obviously. Mm. Uh, but the girls did attend sports classes, um, much to the dismay of their mother, Anna. And sisters Barbara, Gertrude, and Russ Witha knew Annalise had a secret boyfriend, actually, during this time. Now. Slut. Right? Me. <laughs> Slut. You had a boyfriend when you should be at church. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> so, within Klingenberg, there existed a legend surrounding a man named Dr. Faustus. Faustus. Who is alleged to have made a pact with the devil, quote, which ended with Faustus torn limb from limb and his brains against the walls. Oh my unquote. god. In addition to tales of witches conjuring evil powers capable of uttering a curse and imbuing it with life, long after they're dead, it may strike an innocent person or rob him of his mind, and no doctor has any cure for it. There were those in Klingenberg who thought that Annalise was the victim of such a curse. Oh my god. According to the book, The An- Exorcism of Annalise Michelle, okay. by Felicitas D. Goodman, which okay. I think the first like 50 or 60 pages are free on Google. So oh, nice. if anybody wants to check that out, it's pretty cool. Sick. Um, and in 1968, at just 16 years old, poor thing, um, Annalise suffered a severe convulsion, which is different than a seizure. I guess, oh. because not all epileptic seizures cause convulsions. So like, you know, body tremors and mm. like twitching and stuff. Right. And not all convulsions are epileptic seizures. Gotcha. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And she was hospitalized and it was during, I'm not really quite sure of the time period because the book is something different than like the Wikipedia article said. Gotcha. So it was probably between like 1968 to like 1971. Okay. Let's say that she was diagnosed with uh, temporal lobe epilepsy. Gotcha. That's scary. <laughs> to replace yeah and um oh fuck we did that thing again ah, oh man shit. sorry guys sorry 
All right. Up after um, temporal after lobe something. <laughs> temporal lobe epilepsy. Okay. Um, a little background on okay. this disorder. So during a temporal lobe seizure, the person may feel seizure auras, which are auto autonomic cognitive, emotional, or sensory experiences that typically occur during the beginning part of a seizure. This can manifest as stomach cramps, fear, flushing, rapid heart rate, tingling, and uh, changes to taste or smell. So um, other vocal, other symptoms of a seizure can include repeated swallowing, lip smacking, patting, vocalizations, or dystonic posture, which is when an uh, one arm stiffens uncontrollably during a seizure. Uh. Um, this usually indicates a seizure onset from the opposite side of the brain. So, like, if your seizure's in the left side of your brain, mm -hmm. your right arm will stiffen. And if it's gotcha. in the right side, your left, left arm, arm will stiffen, which is, I'm like, that's kind of bizarre. Yeah. So, a year later, in 1969, Annalise suffered another major seizure during the night, although she had been experiencing periods of blacking out during the daytime. Worried, her mother, Anna, took her to see the family physician, Dr. Vogt, Vogt, V-O-G-T, Vogt, Vogt, who referred them to a neurologist named Dr. Luffy. Okay. Um, according to the book, The Exorcism of Annalise Michelle, Anna Michelle, the mom, wasn't just worried for her daughter's health, but she was worried what people in town would say if they found out she was struggling. Interesting. Quote, Wait, you're talking really fast. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into the quote, but I'll break okay. it down a little bit. So, uh, quote, Michelle's Annalise is crazy. They will say, did you hear about it? She had to go to a nerve doctor. Unthinkable. Okay. So she's like, I'm going to take you to the doctor, but everyone in town is going to be talking about this. Which this is bullshit. the 70s. It's not the fucking Salem witch trials, exactly, bitch. Exactly. So Dr. Luthi apparently didn't find anything wrong with Annalise, neurologically or psychologically. Uh, quote, the EEG, which is like an electronic like scan of your brain, basically, mm -hmm. uh, recorded on August 27th, 1969, showed a normal physiological alpha type brain activity. I judged from the description I was given, but this was probably a case of cerebral seizures of the nocturnal type. With the symptoms of grand mal epilepsy, oh. the doctor's report read. Okay. Quote, judging from the description, this was probably a cerebral disease of the convulsive kind. Unquote. But it's like, okay, yeah. why are you why are you probably though? Like you're the yeah. doctor. You should They didn't have Google back then. True. True. They, they didn't just, have they, they were, didn't even they have truly, Yeah, they were truly like kind of guessing. Flying blind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, that, I didn't consider that. Um, so details on whether this doctor, Dr. Luthi, um, actually gave Annalise anti-seizure um, medication uh -huh. remained hazy. So, oh. like I said, some documents say that they did, mm -hmm. some documents say that they didn't. Gotcha. Um, and Annalise's condition didn't improve as expected. Um, she actually began experiencing a frequent sore throat, and that led to her tonsils being removed. Jesus. And she got pneumonia. And then she got a That happened to me when I was in second grade. You got Literally, pneumonia? Yeah, like, I got my tonsils taken out, I got an infection, and then and I got pneumonia. I was in the hospital what for, like, the fuck? a long time. I don't think I've ever had pneumonia. No. Thank fucking God. It was really Probably. bad. But I still have my I, I also so. used to get strep throat, like, quite frequently as a child. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Your tonsils are gone now. Then. At least you don't have to, you don't have to go through that Yeah, anymore. thank God. I was going to say, her getting her tonsils taken out as a adult is fucking painful terrifying. probably right yeah. like that they said it's one of the most painful surgeries you can have like just like the recovery process shut up mm -hmm. well, no wonder they try to do it to little kids and yeah. not grow yeah. adults Fuck, that's yeah nice. that's like doing a circumcision when you're older <sighs> like it's not gonna happen i did see that on uh snapchat once though. really yeah. wait wh what well not like actually oh see it but like no somebody like talked about it <laughs> okay. like he got circumcised like later <laughs> in life like, i know i see some freaking no, shit on no, snapchat no, it's not but... snapchat's not best score you guys i'm sorry okay. <laughs> so <laughs> 
um she got pneumonia and then she got a tuberculosis infection and then Aww. she had to drop out of school and be on bed rest basically oh poor girl so in 1970 she was transferred to a hospital in aschaffenburg perfect that felt right yeah uh before being transferred to a sanatorium clinic in mittelberg that specialized in bronchial lung disease of children and juveniles okay um, while at this clinic, um, Annalise began to feel isolated from other patients because they spoke a different dialect than her, um, and her health problems kept her from being allowed to, like, walk outside of the sanatorium right. or, like, Which do, is weird like, because trips. people would say that bronchitis or, you know, like, any kind of, um, tuberculosis, like, you would go outside, like, for the mm-hmm, fresh air. For fresh air, but yeah. yeah, she was just so weak that she just Aww. had to, like, be inside all the time, which is really sad. That is really sad. And she's, at this point, she's, what, like, maybe 16? Like, 17 years old? Like, this should be the prime of your life, mm-hmm. and you're out doing things with your friends, and, like, you can't do yeah. that. Like, that's really sad. So, in 1970, in June 1970, Annalise suffered another major seizure while at the sanatorium, and she was taken to see neurologist Dr. Von Holler. Now, this part's a little weird. Okay. Because the documentation of her visit to this neurologist is not among the case files from this incident. Like, at all. But this doctor did recommend anticonvulsant medications due to her history of seizures. And she started those. Okay. Um, like, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. Okay. While she was in the sanatorium, Annalise would frequently pray the rosary and basically plead with the Virgin Mary to bring her healing and light. Um, one of these nights, some of the other patients, uh, like, in her, like... Uh, Ward. Like floor yeah. ward, yeah. They saw her praying, and they claimed to have seen her hands cramp up in a sort of claw-like manner. And they said that her eyes, quote, they were blue, now they're all black. <gasps> Unquote. So. This sounds like bullying. Right? This sounds like bullying <laughs> hardcore. Um, it was during one of her rosary prayer sessions that Annalise saw a huge, cruelly grimacing face that frightened her to the point that she could no longer continue her prayer. Oh, fuck. And then from that point on, she was like, afraid to like you know be in her faith and like pray because she was yeah. like what if i'm like trying to reach you know i'm trying to like contact the virgin mary basically mm-hmm. like i'm trying to speak to her to like help me but what if in um, doing that i'm calling this yeah, other calling thing something else. so yeah it, it got even worse for her if you could believe that um in late august 1970 annalise was allowed to return home but almost instantly her family noticed that she was moody um to which annalise replied she was too exhausted to feel love like Aww. for her family because of like all she'd been through at the time that's and like so that's sad. so sad she's by herself in the yeah, sanatorium dude. like that's like, quite literally by herself not even like alone like oh i'm i'm separated from my family but it's no. like no nobody in the There's sanatorium is like here that yeah. i even relate to remotely yeah. so she went back to school and she tried to adjust but she had a hard time falling back with her peers uh especially when they talked about like summer vacations and Aww. boys and like you know things that they were doing with their lives um one of her longest friends maria burditch would later tell investigators that, quote, Annalise was changed. She was quiet and withdrew from her friends. I also noted that she kept wanting to carry on mostly religious conversations, unquote. Other classmates um, shared Maria's sentiments, okay. and they said that Annalise would only play around with her old friends after, like, a lot of, like, goading. Like, hey, like, you know, come hang out with us. Right. Like, let's do, like, like you know, let's do, like, a prank on somebody. Like, let's be fun. Come on. And, like, she really, mm. like, wasn't feeling it. I can't blame her, though. That's so, I know, dude. Like, you... And she was going to be, depressed. when she first went into, like, high school, she was, you know, she was still fairly healthy, and she had aspirations of becoming a school teacher. Mm. So she, you know, like, she doesn't even have the drive for this anymore, like, and, well, and I, she I feels so like blame her. Distant from her friends, because, hello, like, she's been gone for so long, like, everybody has inside jokes, and, like, mm-hmm. new friendships. And, and, like, people have gone on trips together, yeah. and people have, like, developed and stuff, and I'm it's like, hard. that's really sad. Yeah. So, obviously, her grades suffered, and she became depressed from feeling so isolated. 
And Annalise herself actually told a doctor, quote, I just didn't care beans about anything anymore. I was able to perceive, but not to experience. Ooh. Like that. Write that down, write that down. Write that down, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I for real, I was able though. to perceive, but, but not, not experience. I'm like, ooh, that's fucked up. So, spring 1973 is when things got arguably much worse. Oh. Annalise told her mother that she had heard knocking in her room. Uh, her mother didn't believe her sent her to the doctor to literally get her ears checked. But the seed of doubt had been planted in the mom mm. already. Anna told her husband, Joseph, that their other daughters had also heard knocking sounds or the sound of scraping or the sound of a chair falling over. Um, Joseph dismissed it as, quote, Annalise is sick. And as to her sisters, well, young girls are sometimes hysterical. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which are like, those are women. your children, yeah. first of all. Like, you fucking asshole. But regardless. And then... Anna mentioned the faces that Annalise was seeing. Quote, did she tell you the faces are like devils with horns? And she thinks they're after her. And Joseph uh, believed that somebody had, quote, put stupidity in her head. She's epileptic. Someday she'll be well again. But Anna, for real, Anna insisted something terrible, something supernatural is going on. You know, the statue of the Virgin on the mantle in the living room. The other day, I happened to walk through there and saw Annalise looking at the mother of God. Only it wasn't with respect or adoration. Her face was a terrible mask, full of hatred. Her eyes turned jet black and her hands twitched. Oh, that's the second person who's mentioned her eyes turning the black. The eyes turning black, right? Yeah. That's you know, okay. really Can sweet. I make a comment? Please. I think it's interesting when people say um, or experience a certain kind of like paranormal activity and whatever they see is kind of a reflection of like what they fear or like what mm -hmm. they assume like to be like the most frightening the most frightening thing. uh yeah like person you know obviously like satan like when she was saying like a horned devil it's like oh well that's because they talk about that in the bible so like that's obviously what you create in your head obviously the whole family is devoutly, projecting, devoutly catholic yeah. like of course they're gonna be like oh yeah. well like something like a horned beast uh, yeah it's literally satan himself yeah. is in our 16 year old daughter yeah so um, her family, of course, they attended mass more frequently and they prayed the rosary together, but Annalise didn't seem to be improving, um, even though she was able to finish her entrance, ex her exit exams and receive her diploma. Cool. So good for that. Congrats. Congrats, mm -hmm. grad. Congrats, grad. Um, in an attempt to lift her spirits, Annalise's father took her to the village of San Damiano, which housed a shrine in which a peasant woman had been purportedly visited by the Virgin Mary and borne witness to miracles. When she returned from her trip, Annalise told the family priest, Father Alt, and a nun, Frau Hein, about her experience. She had been unable to enter the shrine. The ground under her feet burned like fire, and suddenly images of images or medals of saints sparkled so intensely that she couldn't look at them. What? Then the return trip home got worse. So Frau Hein, that's like the nun, she uh -huh. was actually like part of the little group that went on this tour. So she uh -huh. was on the bus with Annalise back to like their town. Okay. So she claimed that Annalise spoke with a voice like a man's, <gasps> tore off a medal that she was wearing, and emitted a foul stench of excrement <gasps> and fire. Excrement and fire? Yeah. What a terrible sound. What a terrible combo. That's right? stale diaper. Like, that's stale diaper on fire. Yeah, on fire. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> Even worse. So, but Annalise was fine for a few weeks after the trip. Really? Um, but then things got bad again. She was no longer enthusiastic about attending college in the fall due to the horrible faces that she was seeing. Oh, man. So her mother rushed her back to the neurologist, Dr. Luthi, and Annalise told him, quote, I often see fratzen, which are literally like ghostly 
distorted faces. Oh. And she herself said, the devil is in me. I'm all empty inside. <gasps> Jesus Christ. So this was really the beginning of the end. Um, unfortunately, okay. uh, world, word traveled fast in the small town that something was terribly, even supernaturally wrong with mm. the Michelle girl. It became a blur of priests and doctors for the next two years as Annalise's family sought for help outside of medicine. Um, she'd been on different anti-seizure medications for almost five years, but she was mm. still having seizures. She was losing hope, and her behavior got even stranger. Um, Annalise wouldn't eat, um, saying that the demons didn't allow her to. Okay. She started eating insects, coal from the <sighs> fireplace, and even her own urine from the floor. I was going to say, maybe she has pika, which is like that, you know, urge... Um, to eat shit, to you're eat not shit to? that you're not supposed to like quite literally like people on my strange addictions mm-hmm. um however uh, in in conjunction with what else is happening it's, yeah. that doesn't seem likely. it's not looking good babe. it's not looking good <laughs> she didn't sleep more than two or three hours a night oh god she would spend hours getting down on one knee like I don't know, it's called genuflecting so uh-huh. it's like when you know when you're like or I was like, not when you, because right. you were Mormon. But like in Catholicism, like, you uh-huh. know, there's like a, a crucifix, like something, you kind of go down on one knee, like uh-huh. not all the way, but you kind of like drop down a little bit and then you cross yourself. Oh, and okay. So she would do that like hundreds of times. Jesus. A day, to the point that her knees swelled and they actually, she actually broke her knees, like from doing this. Like they said it was between 400 and 600 times a day. Describe my face right now. <laughs> And because I can't make any sound. Stark horror, if you will. <laughs> um, but what that wasn't fuck? all. Um, That's not all? No. She would also just, like, randomly strip naked. And I feel arguably the saddest one is she would cry out to God for mercy. Mm. And I'm like, that's really sad. That reminds me of, like, the Emily Rose case. Oh. <laughs> Keep that little tab open in your brain okay, for, for a minute. So... The Michelle family then turned to Father Alt for help, and the priest believed that Annalise wasn't epileptic, even though he'd never seen her medical records or anything, uh-huh. um, and rather that she was under the influence of demonic possession. I mean, the genuflecting, the insects. The genuflecting, the, the insects, yeah. 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 Um, so the Michelle parents from this point on decided to forego medical assistance for their daughter, and they put their faith and her health entirely in the hands of priests. Gotcha. In September. Not the greatest idea, no, I would say. No. I'm no. like, I, especially in this time period, I'm yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Uh, so September 1975, Father Alt and Father Renz, an associate, reached out to Bishop Joseph Stengel for approval to exercise Annalise. And the bishop approved the Rituale Romanum, which okay. is what it's called, um, to take place under total secrecy despite never having seen Annalise herself, her medical records, or I was going like, to say, I feel like there's doctors. much more steps to that process. Yeah, no, they're ba- he was just like, okay, cool, like, take care of it, basically, but don't yeah. tell anybody. Oh. And he didn't know literally anything about her other than her name. So. On September 24th, 1975, Father Renz performed the first of 67 exorcisms Oh my god. On young Annalise. So just within 10 months, from September 1975 to July 1976, she was subjected to twice weekly exorcism sessions that lasted up to four hours each. Oh my fucking god. Okay. During the rituals, the quote-unquote demons that lived within her revealed themselves to be Cain, Judas, Nero, and Hitler himself. (laughs) 
right? I'm like, that's that's pretty recent. Like yeah. that was what thirty years before, yeah. that, and he's already like and he's already become people? like, like a demonic entity. I, I mean, like he... I get it because like of how goddamn evil he was, but at the same time, I feel like there, you know, has to be some kind of hierarchy in like yeah. I'm like, what do you mean he just gets to go up there to like, possessing? Yeah, I, that doesn't make sense. Um, and she would frequently scream profanities and growl in like weird tones of voice during I just didn't these... expect you to say that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um... <laughs> growl. Growling and, you know, profanities and whatnot. Um... Me when I'm on my period. <laughs> Me right now on my period. <laughs> Eating the whole house. <laughs> Literally. You just throw the a house. Snickers bar into my mouth. I'm like, <laughs> I eat the wrapper too. That scene in, um... <laughs> In Scary Movie 2, when he, like, throws, like, the fucking Tic Tac, she's like, <laughs> that's me. That's, that's Annalise, for sure. for sure. Throw a little, like, bug in her mouth. Just, just like, give her a little, <laughs> yeah, just, just like, Renfield, like, Renfield ass. Just give her a little. What was something. it? Who, what was I just, what were we just watching, where they had to eat a bug? Renfield, yeah, okay, sorry. He would eat the little bugs, My he had him in his like, little, yeah. little box. So, an interesting thing to note was that Annalise and whatever was possessing her were very upset about modern changes happening to the Catholic Church. Okay. Which I'm like, interesting. They're yeah. like old, like demons, but yeah. they're keeping up with the times. Yeah, right. They're like, like we read the paper. They're like, what the fuck? This is not okay. And they said as much. <laughs> Quote <laughs> Holy water should come back in the homes and the crucifix should return to its place of honor in homes. The communion rails must go back in. Priests must be recognizable as priests. And they also may not get married. Which, eloquent spirits. I was going to say, did she just, like, recite this? Like, in Yeah, one she, of this her... is, like, from some, this is, like, quoted. In her manly voice or mm-hmm. what? Yeah. yeah. Um, due to her violent temperament during these sessions, um, Annalise was often forcibly restrained, leaving her body covered in bruises, welts, and bed sores, because she mm-hmm. obviously couldn't walk anymore. Right. She had fractured teeth black eyes and her knees were like i said both broken from the constant kneeling um as she had stopped eating due to her plight she was incredibly malnourished and dehydrated and her weight dropped to just 66 pounds (gasps) she's a 23 year old woman at this point oh my god yeah then on june 30th 1976 the final exorcism of annalise's life would ultimately take it oh no her last words were quote please absolution Mama, stay with me. I am afraid. <gasps> Wait, why does it want to make me cry? <laughs> it's so sad. Like, that one, like, because it's just, like, you've been through, like, all of these horrible things, and then, like, at the fucking, like, end moment, you have a minute of clarity mm-hmm. to be, like, sh- like you Help come back me. to yourself, and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I am afraid. Like, genuinely. And she died the next morning on July 1st at just 23 years old. So, from here... The state of Bavaria uh-huh. charged her parents and the priests, Ernest Alt and Arnold Renz, with negligent homicide. Okay. The parents were defended by a Nuremberg trials attorney. So, like, oh, Jesus. They, they had, like, a good representation. Right. Um, the state recommended, though, that none of the parties be jailed. So neither her parents that had, like, let her suffer and starve to death, basically, um, nor the priests. Instead... They gave the priests a fine, and the parents, um, the prosecution ruled that the parents should be exempt from punishment because they had, quote, suffered enough, which I guess is actually a mitigating factor in German law. Like, that you can actually, like, like claim yeah. that, like, in court, right. basically. 
So uh, obviously the case went to went to trial. Um, doctors testified that she clearly was not possessed. Right. That um, the manifestations were a psychological effects of her strict religious upbringing mm-hmm. with the epilepsy. Um, one doctor said that um, he had actually consulted um, with one of the priests with okay. Father Alt uh, early on in the proceedings. And he allegedly said during the exorcism that there is no injection against the devil, Annalise. So, like, that's fucked fuck? up. That's fucked up. I, I feel that that's fucked up. Um, so they argued that Michelle was actually freed from demonic uh, possession resulting in the exorcism. But they said, like, one of the bishop that allowed the whole thing to happen, mm-hmm. Joseph Stengel, he said that he wasn't aware of her alarming health condition when he approved well, the Well, yeah, you shouldn't have approved it, asshole. Yeah, and he didn't testify in court, of course, which I'm like, you, you didn't have no kind of responsibility for You this? didn't ask to see her. You never, like, you were talked to her this. doctors, and you were just like, yeah, go ahead and fucking, like, right. chain her up, basically, for months, and, you know, just go at it for, like, four hours every day, like, while she's writhing around, being held down by, like, her own parents. Yeah, that's so fucked up. So fucked up. So <laughs> the bishop, like I said, he didn't testify in court. He basically like washed his hands of the whole thing and was like, well, I didn't Bye. know any of that stuff. So sorry, sorry my dad. Um, but in April 1978, the Michels and the two priests were convicted of negligent homicide. Oh. And they were giving suspended prison sentences, actually. Oh. Um, and they were ordered to share the costs of the legal proceedings. <laughs> so they had to like, you know. Yeah. Okay. But it's yeah. like that arguably is not a really great punishment. No, so not the, really. The prosecutors um, were looking for more punishment but mm-hmm. it just didn't get didn't happen get on that so um, i was gonna say didn't you say they own a sawmill like they're doing just fine mm-hmm, yeah that. they can definitely Especially afford if they that. got the nuremberg the nuremberg attorney mm-hmm. to do their to do their trial yeah so um you know it, this case has been studied for you know super like super in-depth there's been books written about it right. it inspired the movie the extras of emily rose i was wondering i was like there's a lot yeah. of parallels yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's where they took inspiration from um the, especially the whole like court case and everything mm-hmm. like yeah. that was really taken from like what actually happened that movie fucked me up that really movie good. fucked me up yeah. yeah it was genuinely scary, was scary too and like i feel like the cuts to the courtroom scenes were always mm-hmm. so like jarring uh, too mm-hmm. that you'd just be like so abrupt yeah you'd just be sitting with your terror Wait. and then it's like oh we're in court now we're in oh, court now okay. okay bye um so, you know, Annalise was buried um, almost two years after the burial. She um, was exhumed. For what? Leave the poor girl alone. They, I mean, they put her in a new coffin. Oh. But I'm like, um, I guess they still like invest, like they still checked her out though. And, you know, they said that um, the body did have signs consistent with deterioration of a corpse from that age. Um, so the parents and the priests, none of them could see her apart from like the um, investigators or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and supposedly Father Renz, the guy that performed the whole exorcisms, um, he was prevented from entering the mortuary. Really? Yeah. Which I'm like, good. He kind of deserves that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in a kind of like fucked up way, um, during this whole, like during her whole crisis and everything, she kind of came to see herself as like a martyr for like the youth of like her country, like at Mm. that time. So she was like willing to die a martyr, but it's I was like, gonna say that's how the movie ends. Yeah, yeah. How did, and like you know that's how it ends in you know the fictive version. But it's like she was willing to die for this thing, but now her gravesite is like a pilgrimage site. Mm. And somehow I feel like some kind of way about that. That kind of messes me up a little bit because it's like she 
she, she i mean I, like a cause yeah like yeah. she and in her mind i mean she saw it like that because yeah. like you said she's just so religious her whole life and everything and that that's like the interpretation that she saw for it but right. I'm like, i feel like that's really fucked up that now it's become like a pilgrimage site so I'm like she was literally suffering from like from actual medical like complications yeah. for her epilepsy and they saw it as like a, a cash oh, cow yeah or yeah. No, they saw it as like a, oh my god like that's so beautiful. She became a martyr. Like she died for like the yeah. cause or something. And I'm like, no, she didn't. She like didn't. she, her, she died because her parents didn't yeah. feed her or like act, get her actual medical help. And instead, we're like, let's just pray about let's it and see if it. it goes away. So that is the really sad case um, of Annalise Michelle, the inspiration for that was good Emily Rose. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It was it was heavy, honestly. I was gonna say. And the thing is, too, it doesn't just stop there. There is actually tapes of the exorcisms. Oh no, thank There's you recorded audio if you no. want to listen to it it's I'm it's okay. on the internet i'm good thank you <laughs> it's on i'm good thanks bye yeah there's audio there's obviously photos bailey in like 2017 would be like fuck yeah but bailey in 2023 i'm good on that like, i'm gonna heed the warning actually. yeah i'm gonna truly. heed the warning <laughs> i got so i got too that. many <laughs> who did i see oh i was talking to my lash girl and she was like is your house still haunted i was like what kind of fucking question <laughs> is that <laughs> I was like, not recently, not. not <laughs> You're like, yes, yeah, so I actually want to go in with like less like weakness this time. <laughs> so is your house haunted? Over like looking over you, that would be that's a little jarring. Yeah, was, I, don't, I don't. It was fun. That, but it was fun for sure. Okay, well, okay, your lashes cool. look great. So. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. We yeah. haven't thought about our movie, our post post pod movie. I haven't thought about that at all yet. Your story was very capturing. engrossing. Yeah, yes. sorry, I really took you there this time. Um, <laughs> I really took you there. I'll take you there. The way I just I'll had to like wait for you there. to be done. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. First you're waiting for me to talk, and now you're no. waiting for you to talk, and now you're waiting for me to stop. Whenever you, so whenever you sing, like I'll sing like a word or two, but you will really you will it, finish it, and I have I'm to. I, that's just something I've accepted as your friend. Is I let you finish that. I'm so, thank you so much. Hey. <laughs> Okay. okay, but now it's Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> so, we're kind of jumping straight into my story. Yes! Let's do it. In August of 2020, yes. Elon Musk <laughs> tweeted, Aliens built the pyramids. Obs. <laughs> Obs. Obs. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I which, like, it. obviously most people would find that amusing and retweet simply because, like, they find it humorous that a man of such like status and wealth. Because that's like a shit post. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that he would believe in such an outlandish like conspiracy enough to tweet it. Because obviously Literally. his posts have influence on of like course. incels and shit. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> well, unfortunately for us, this conspiracy that extraterrestrial beings are the reason for many ancient architectural feats is widely known. And accepted by a large portion of our society. Shut up! Yeah. Come on, guys! The tinfoil belief has been kicking around since medieval times, bro. And now, thanks to TV series like Ancient Aliens. Oh, my face. Um, currently in its 16th season. Oh, Jesus. It's more popular than ever. So, let's get into it. Oh, no, I forgot to split screen. Oh, no! God damn it, you guys. It was okay, like, wait. you just dove right in. You were I really in. did. Okay. Let's do this one over here. We'll do this screen, one over here. Right screen. Bada bing, oh, yeah. Let's actually click on them. Yeah. To tell them what. Oh, that's mm -hmm. annoying. Mine, it's you just really drag. Annoying. You just drag it over. Well, 
He's fucking cool. HP! HP! Sorry. The pyramids. Yes. Built in Egypt more than 4,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Are some of humanity's most, some might say, astounding architectural achievements which are like, truly yeah, yeah that shit is flat as fuck on all sides they were built as tombs for the pharaohs mm. who ruled ancient egypt and among the most recognized of the towering structures is the great pyramid of giza mm-hmm. which is a short distance from the great sphinx right outside of cairo mm-hmm. um musk elon musk mm-hmm. tweeted about egyptian pharaohs ramses the second in mm-hmm. a follow-up tweet Kind of signifying that he was referencing the, the pyramids of Egypt and not just, like, ones around the world. Uh-huh. Okay. So, just to make that clear. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, anyways. So, the technological expertise required to build Egyptian pyramids has long confounded people, considering that they were constructed long before modern technology. Literally. Um, the millions of stones, literally millions, in Egypt's pyramids would be hard to move today with cranes. <laughs> With literal technology. And they are in better condition than some newer pyramids. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And scientists are not, like, exactly (laughs) sure how they were built. Oh, right on. Cool. All of this uncertainty fuels the conspiracy theory. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Mainstream international publications, including the BBC and National Geographic, have reported on the matter. And it's also popped popped up on TikTok which suggests people debate the theory across all walks of Western life. And it's like, dude, like once you see something on TikTok, you know, it's viral. Like truly pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's So um, way. let's get into a little knowledge course. Knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bus, bus, another, another bus. bus club. <laughs> We did that backwards, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of buses for the club. Let's get to the club. We're taking public transportation, Public baby. transport, baby. Lessening our carbon footprint. What's up? What's up? What's, what's up? up? What's okay. Up? So, the pyramids were erected on a rocky plateau on the west bank of the Nile River near Al-Giza in northern Egypt. Okay. Gotcha. Um, in ancient times, they were included among the seven wonders of the world, yes. which like, duh. Duh. And uh, I was going to say, they used to be referred no, to right? seven, like, like when I was reading this, because, um, are they not Because I kind anymore? of like, it's, this is an amalgamation of like all my research. I have like, literally like seven tabs, tabs open. Yeah, um, so that was like one of them who said that. So I'm not necessarily <laughs> sure why they said it like in ancient times, because I still think they are. Like, they still part, count. Like, I think yeah. I would say. Yeah. In my ranking, they do. The designation of the pyramids, which is Khufu, Khafre, and Manakar, oh. correspond to the kings for whom they were built. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. So the northernmost and mm-hmm. oldest pyramid of the group was built for Khufu, okay. the second king of the fourth dynasty. Yeah, get okay. your get your pen, your I, pen I'm, and pencil. I'm, I'm Queen's Gambiting <laughs> my map right now. Okay, yes. Okay, I so see it, I see this it. is the great this is the one called the Great Pyramid. Yeah, the big one. It's the largest of the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The length of each side of the base. Averaging 755 feet, and its original height being 481.4 feet. So, oh shit, that's very tall. <laughs> quite, quite large. Quite, quite large. That's like how many of me on on top of each other? Please that's don't ask lot. me that. You know, gay people can't do math. True. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Pride Month. The pyramid was built for Khafre, the fourth 
of the eight kings okay. of the fourth dynasty. Okay. Gotcha. That structure measures 707 feet on each side and was originally 471 feet. So just a little bit smaller. Okay. Um, the southernmost and the last pyramid that was built for Monacar, and I'm probably butchering these things. I'm so sorry. That um, sounds right to me. He was the fifth king of the fourth dynasty. And his pyramid is a little baby. It's a little 356.5 feet. And only completed height was 218 feet. So little baby. They were like, listen, we ran out of rocks. We ran out of rocks, dude. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But like, here's here's your tomb. Yeah, but like, it's ready. It's ready. So when when you're ready for it. Just don't look at it like altogether yeah just don't get too close to it because then you're gonna <laughs> close your <laughs> close your left eye and tilt your head and they all look the and same. they all look the same if you stand over here <laughs> like a couple hundred feet back they, they, look they have to bring him in like a certain like side <laughs> gate because <laughs> like be yeah don't, he's like oh let me go around no what if he's right like here. the biggest of them like like in terms of like height and, and he, he got the, the smallest, smallest one that's fucked up oh that's he funny. got the queen bed of pyramids so all three pyramids were plundered both internally and externally in ancient and medieval times. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the grave goods originally deposited in the burial chambers are missing now. Of course. Because, you know, so many people were like, oh my God, this is so amazing, which they are, but it's like, leave them there. Them. Yeah. <laughs> respect, respect the boundaries, quite literally. Literally, yeah. like the, the boundary, the big one. Yeah. Um, and the pyramids are actually no longer the original height that they were because they have been almost entirely stripped of their outer casings of smooth white limestone the great pyramid for example is now only 451.4 feet high when it was like 700 feet it was no no those are that's 700 feet um on each side but it ruled 481 feet high so 40 feet or 30 feet missing just because of people taking the limestone they're like i'm gonna use this for my house yep (laughs) fucking bastards um so khufu which is the great pyramid mm-hmm. his pyramid is perhaps the most colossal single building ever erected on the planet oh um its sides rise at an angle of 51.8 degrees oh and are accurately oriented to the four court cardinal points of the compass so like a lot Shut of up. witchcraft honestly I was like, how did they know that i don't know have compasses right? existed for that much time no. like that's that's ugh. yeah so it doesn't make sense and that's why you know a lot of people are like you know conjecturing Alien. yeah it, about aliens so um the great pyramid's core is made of yellowish limestone blocks the outer casing and the inner passages are of finer light colored limestone and the interior the interior burial chamber mm-hmm. is built of huge blocks of granite so fuck massive where do they get all these approximately 2.3 million blocks of stone were cut transported and assembled to create the 5.75 million ton structure million ton so you know a ton is like 2000 2000 yeah yeah oh my god so million ton like multiple yeah that's so I'm scary my, to think about i was gonna say it's I'm like that, so many I'm cars that gif like of that lady like and the numbers and the numbers like, flying. Flying. Yeah. yeah and she's just like uh, yeah. <laughs> confused yeah um so this is basically a masterpiece of technical skill and that's engineering nuts. ability that's fucking nuts dude literally. so here is a picture it's the great pyramid slope angles match the angles necessary to perceive a rainbow oh what the fuck isn't that cool the ancient egyptian said Happy Pride. Happy Pride. They said gay rights. Gay rights. I don't think they did, but... I mean, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) So, 
Anyways, we were really funny off the we air again. Really funny off the air again. God damn it. Nini and I decided that we have to sit in like complete silence whenever we hang out now. Like, because we, we got to save the content for the podcast. We, yeah, anything we could say could be really funny. Could and will be used against you in the court of law. <laughs> dun dun. Dun dun. dun, dun. <laughs> the law and order scene. No, literally. <laughs> what are we going to eat after this? Uh, I don't know. I had a quesadilla earlier. Oh, okay. And like, that was, that was pretty it was enough but oh, okay. just because i was like i knew we were gonna have cocktails right. i was like i should eat something yeah i'll not i'll eat anything uh-huh. you know me dude same R- rusty nails um uh, jackie kennedy style um, what did annalise eat insects insects coal, coal. you got you got any coal urine in the fireplace? from the floor you got any coal in the fireplace i don't have a fireplace oh, well we used to but they built over it Whack. i know there's, there's gotta be coal lying right here right <laughs> okay Getting back into it, guys. Getting back to it. Um, at the ancient site of Hatnub, which is a quarry in the eastern Egyptian desert, not far from Fayum, okay. archaeologists have recently discovered a sled ramp system used to transport alabaster blocks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Both holes and a ramp with stairs on either side kind of indicate that the contraption allowed Egyptian builders to move heavy blocks up and down steep slopes. Okay, yeah. cool. Inscriptions have now helped archaeologists from <clears throat> the Institut François uh, de Archaeologie Orientale. De Archaeologie Orientale. And the <laughs> University of Liverpool. I love how it's just like the University of Liverpool. <laughs> the, the University of Liverpool. <laughs> um, so the inscriptions have helped these people or these archaeologists date this groundbreaking technology to at least the reign of Khufu. Who ruled from 258, or I'm sorry, 2589 to 2566 BCE. So. Holy shit. So 2,000 years backwards. Yes. That, oh, mm-hmm. fuck. That's gnarly. Um, and Khufu is known as the pharaoh who commissioned the building of the gotcha. Great Pyramid. He's the guy. Yeah. So the fact that, like, they were able to trace that back to him is, you know, proof enough hello yeah what more do you need they literally wrote it out for you (laughs) (laughs) they literally wrote it out for you in their hieroglyphs (laughs) so discovery and reconstruction of the ramp allows us to better understand ancient construction techniques and it also chips away at the long-held but fringe theory that the blocks were so heavy and the distances they would travel so lengthy that aliens must have built the pyramids of course where did the alien theory come from? Ooh. Is Wait, what I pondered, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Um, since the late 19th century, science fiction writers have imagined Martians and other alien life forms engaged in great feats of terrestrial engineering. Mm-hmm. Mm. Earlier alien theories surrounding Atlantis, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the underwater As city, we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, may have spawned fantasies about alien building. And the most substantial evidence for non-earthly creatures arrived in the wake of H.G. Wells' success. And he is the one who wrote uh, The World of Worlds. Yes. Um, So capitalizing on the hype surrounding the War of the Worlds, astronomer astronomer (laughs) and science fiction writer Garrett P. Service penned a quasi-sequel titled Edison's Conquest of Mars in 1898, okay? Um, He posited that giants of Mars had moved large blocks and built the Great Pyramid. So he literally put that shit down in writing. Okay, yeah. Um, He even noted that the Sphinx had Martian-like features. Does it? Yeah. It's supposed to be like a... It's a a cat. It's a cat person. Cats were like... 
cat person. Cats were like very highly regarded in yeah, Egypt. Yeah, they were like the 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 cats were the top dog. Yes, if truly. you will, if you, if you will. will, yeah. Dogs, no cats no. all day. So the popularization of the theory of alien architects as having a basis in science rather than consisting of only like fiction mm-hmm. um, can be attributed to Swiss author Eric von Daniken. In his 1968 publication of the book, quote, Chariots of the Gods, question mark, Unsolved Mysteries of the Past, unquote. Yeah. So originally published in German and subsequently translated into English, it was one of the first popularly sold books to suggest that extraterrestrial life forms, not humans, had built the structures associated with, like, ancient civilizations, right? Gotcha. This year marks the 50th anniversary of that book's publication with guess how many books sold to date? (gasps) uh let's say three million 65 million yeah so 65 65 million it's a quite influential i mean if you don't even say it's influential i mean it's widely known 65 million like be so fucking for real and we don't have a copy for the and we don't have a copy i know we need to get one what's it called chariots of the gods unsolved mysteries of the past i'm gonna write that down down on amazon right now So while its ideas might be laughable to most, the creation of doubt is a dangerous and rhetorical agent. Uh, The questioning of human building projects in Chariot of the Gods remains a bedrock for many within the field of pseudo-archaeology. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, wow. So for a long time, pseudo-archaeology was pushed to the fringe by actual archaeologists Mm -hmm. as something like not worth your attention. However, the fringe is where ideas can fester and become more dangerous, as we've seen with, like, QAnon Mm -hmm. um, most recently. Mm -hmm. So pseudo-archaeology comes in many shapes and forms, but relies on the same core argument, which is people of the past did not have the knowledge, technology, or capability to achieve all that they accomplished. Mm -hmm. So someone or something else was involved, right? Gotcha. Um, Archaeologists are also accused often of conspiring to hide the truth of history yeah yeah of course but i think that just stems from like like that fear of the unknown, unknown world. like yes. if i can't explain it or then if i can't understand can. it then yeah. that means it's not real yes, or exactly. that means it's fake mm-hmm. yeah so far from innocuous these alien theories undermine the agency archaeology and quite frankly the intellect of non-european cultures in Literally. africa and south africa as well as the native people in north america by erasing their achievements mm-hmm Point yeah. blank. Period. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah, pretty much. They're they're just dumb natives. What do they know? Mm-hmm. Archaeological site archaeological sites from Africa, Asia, and the Americas are often put forth as proof of external interventions, while the achievements of those who lived in you know ancient Greece or Italy are rarely questioned and seen more as like a holy. That's a fact. Site. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Like they built that, but you know, there's no way that these people could have built. So, pyramids. in other words, these arguments are racist. Racist rhetoric. Racism. You're every day. a racist. Face it. Lace it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna come with the nails. <laughs> you got the clicking, the clap, the snapping. The snapping, the, the clapping, clicking. the clicking. <laughs> and the clacking. Not that this is funny, you guys. That we just funny. we're we're a little high and we like to sing. Yeah, racism I, is not funny. It, that comes out of me like when I'm like a little nervous or yeah, like put off one hundred percent. So I, just I feel like everybody sing. is like I just gotta sing it. Is uh, a a victim to nervous laughter. I would yeah, say. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So pseudo archaeology contributes to the marginalization of 
BIPOC communities um, by denying their histories and instead reattributing them to mythical continents or even extraterrestrials, right? Mm -hmm. um, did I say that right? Or is it just B-I-P-O-C? Because it's... I mean, the, that's the... Black, I've, indigenous, I've and people like that. of color, right? I've said it, yeah. Okay, BIPOC? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because like that's that how too. I've heard it. I've said it like that yeah. too before, so yeah. If anybody wants to... Correct us. Correct us, please. Let us know. Please. Nicely. Nicely, though. Nicely. Um, white nationalists actually use this denialism to rewrite or rewhite <laughs> history. That's good. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Um, obviously to bolster their own systems of power. Of course. Yeah. Right. I want to end this saying that the public and the discipline must challenge pseudo-archaeology and the violent white power structures that often use it to support their own goals. Um, it is through these challenges that all of us can support recentering the voices of marginalized groups and telling their own histories and ensure that those histories are the ones being heard. So... That's incredibly valid. The aliens did not build the fucking pyramids, you guys. Yeah, fucking, like, hundreds of thousands of, like, slaves built the mm -hmm. pyramids. Just like they built to the United States of America. Exactly. And that's tea. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. That was a good, that was a good story. Thank you. Yeah. Was it nice and concise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel more, like, I feel like mine's a little more jumbled now. Like No, like, it's not jumbled at all. No, okay. it was like, just longer. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but, like, yeah. No, very... You got the, the essence, you. the essence of Thank the you. of the shit. That was that was really good though. Awesome. All right, cool guys. And you tapped into my like childhood love of Egyptian archaeology. Uh, dude, let's not <laughs> even get into it because I have the weirdest like Egyptology. The first book I ever bought from Barnes and Noble is literally a book on Egyptology and like the process of embalming. Like, why? Why did I get why? that as a child? And it was in one of those, like, hardcover books with, like, pictures and stuff. Oh, oh was, those are my favorite. So I think I know the ones you're, like... I think sharing. I still have it, like, somewhere. Like, oh, we gotta, like, I, we I'm dead ass. That. Yeah. that belongs in the podlock. Truly. Sure. It tr it truly. That belongs in the podlock. Truly. I have honestly. a little tiny book that my dad just found in one of his cars. Um, and it's, like... It's this is, like, something, like, fun facts or, like, uh, top ten, like, mysteries of... Or is it... No, it's... It literally is like top 10 and then in big letters it says gruesome mysteries from like, you're like from history. Yeah. yeah. And it's like this little like pocket sized book and it's that. got pictures and shit. Yeah. Really? It's cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. I have to bring that over okay, next time. All right, guys. Well, that's that on that. That's the episode for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram. On a grassy knoll. Follow us on Twitter. OEGK podcast. Uh, TikTok. On a grassy knoll and email us please email us we want to do some listener story things. i told you guys last week if you have a conspiracy theory you want to perpetuate mm -hmm. let us help you please. we want to we want to help you out with that if you had a creepy encounter with the midnight man did you play hitori kakarembo <laughs> did you play did you or did you not play hitori kakarembo that's all let, we want to let know. us know yeah. yeah if you did um what were the logistics you take a bag with you um your tote bag <laughs> your tote bag yeah i was like we gotta take a bag with us um yeah, just just genuinely anything. Um, like Bailey mentioned earlier, we got a a nice feedback yes. that we you know, and we love feedback, even yeah. if it's like even critical. Feedback, dog. Yeah, yeah put like, that in the email. Put that in. The... But do a constructive criticism sandwich, like a compliment, constructive criticism, and another, another compliment, compliment. Yeah. and maybe like an emoji yeah. for my sake. And if you be... want to send us like a picture of your dog or cat or like lizard, yeah, if they listen as yeah. well, mm -hmm. let us let us know. Let us know, and we can show them off on the on the Instagram. Cool. Uh, we're going to go make sure Bilbo didn't throw up again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye.